So, Thomas, say a little something, something, so I can make sure this is picking up. We'll go round robin. A little something, something. Welcome to the delicious dish. Oh, <laughs> Christy, say something, something. <laughs> I don't read. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. I feel like Ricky. Hello. Where, where do I put my hands? Where do I put my hands? Where do I put my hands? <laughs> I guess I need to turn my phone on vibrate. Yes. Put your phone on tickle. On tickle. Okay. (laughs) So. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Family Fiction with Hallie and Carmen. And let you introduce our guest for today. Yes, today we have some. Very special yes. Please welcome my mom and dad, Christy and Thomas. Come on down. I was wondering if he's going to like say our names or it was going to be like a guessing mom game. Mom and dad. Hallie's mom and dad. That's it's their official dad. names. It's my mom and dad. Um, or you can name. call them Tommy and Crite. <laughs> um, okay. Hallie, would you like to do your currently reading? Before we get started on the discussion. So, my currently reading still has not changed. It is still The Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. I don't even know a Samantha. Uh, <laughs> that's the first Samantha? Thing, the first thing that came to my mind. I am currently reading Beautiful Disaster. I started it yesterday. I'm already on page 125. It's that good. <laughs> I was enveloped. Um, okay, so on today's episode, we're going to have um, Hallie's parents on, and we're doing two different interviews. Um, one is the new guest interview that we've done before, and the other one is the non-reader interview that we've done before. Um, so Christy's getting the non-reader <laughs> interview, and Thomas is getting the reader new guest interview. So who would like to go first? Me. Okay, Chris, you would like to go first. <laughs> All right, Hallie, ask the first question. Okay, so first question. What is the last book you read? The last book I read completely through was The Twin by Natasha Preston. And I'm currently reading uh, The Girl Behind the Red Rope by Ted Decker. Okay. So wait a minute. How is she a non-reader if she's actually reading something? Well, because she doesn't read... Often. Often. She no. reads like, how many books per year would you say? Maybe one. <laughs> and that's really just to take a book to the beach. Okay. I read The Twin last summer. And I started. Has not picked The a Girl books. Behind the Red Rope. I started in December and I'm just halfway through. But it is a good book. It's the same situation with Carly. Carly it reads me, every once in a while. but sad. Not very often. A book has to catch my attention. Yeah. I guess the reading gene came from dad. <laughs> Mine yeah. most definitely came from my mother and not my father. But I have a master's <laughs> degree in reading and literacy. Oh, the irony. Oh, so it does run in the family because for those of you who don't know, Christy is my dad's sister. Neither one of them reads. So, <laughs> but Christy reads more than my dad. Does Keith read? No. Okay. <laughs> Jamie does though. It like went to all the in-laws. <laughs> Oh gosh. Um, so what turns you off of reading? Nothing really turned me off. I just don't have time. Don't have a lot of time. I do like mystery 
murder, criminal minds type things, I would pick up and read. But if it doesn't catch my attention in the first chapter, at least, I'm going to put it down. And the Natasha Preston books usually catch my attention in the first few pages. I will, however, say I did start <laughs> The Lost by Natasha Preston, and it got really weird. It got so weird so fast. <laughs> so when you told me you read it and then said, have you gotten to this? It really gets strange. I got I was turned off, and I was like, if it's going to get any stranger than it is, I'm yeah. done. So I only read it halfway through. I hope that's not taken out of context. <laughs> murder. <laughs> but the, the Girl Behind the Red Rope is a really good book. So well, far. it was kind of the same situation with Carly. Carly likes true crime situations. So we love Criminal Minds. It, yeah, so it just it, it just fits. runs in the family. Um, so I guess like on that note, like her we, books are a lot like Criminal Minds. Natasha they are Preston. well, and Carly and I have discussed too that the seller. I haven't read it yet. It and there's an episode, the episode of Criminal Minds that Carly and I have talked about, where, where the girls the are girls are named after flowers. Yes, it almost feels like Natasha Preston pulled it straight from that episode. Yeah, and I bought one of hers to take to the beach. I bought You Will Be Mine to take to the beach. So nothing really turned me off. I was a school teacher for eighteen and a half years, so I read Sick books to my kids <laughs> every day at lunch. I read Ron Roy A to Z Mysteries to my kids every day after lunch. Um, so I guess on that note, like, would you say that, like, what's the criteria you look for in that first chapter to get you hooked? Like something crazy to happen or suspense? Just suspense. Yeah. The tension. Yeah. Okay. So next question is, did you read as a kid? Things that were assigned in school. Yeah. <laughs> like book reports. Got it. That's probably it. <laughs> I'll take that answer. Um, so if you watched a movie or a TV show that you enjoyed that was based on a book or a book series, would you consider reading the book to know what happens next? I did read, I don't know, I'd have to think about that. Um, where the Crawdads Sing, mm -hmm. I know it's just a movie, it's not a series, but I did see the movie mm -hmm. and then I started the book. And just kind of flipped through it to see if how it was different in yeah. different areas of the movie and the book. And it was a little different. So I guess to that respect, like if there was going to be a second movie, which there won't be. But if there was going to be a second movie and there was a second book, would you read the book before to, watching the movie? To find yes. out what happens next? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So have you ever considered listening to audiobooks? Because... You're yes, I've actually thought about that. Yes, because but I haven't ever done it. She, she doesn't teach anymore. She stays at home to keep me in control. <laughs> so, and full time mom. So, I think listening to audiobooks would get you back into that reading style. All probably. The time. Well, and like I listen to audiobooks at work while I'm doing stuff, and so it helps like my reading goal go up through the, through the year because I'm listening to a book and reading a book. But you could even do it, like, while you're... Do you listen to a book and read the book at the same time? No. I've done that before, but I can't stand to do it because I tend to, like, out-read the person. And so then I'll speed it up. But then it's like, why am I reading this while I'm listening? I never get through it. I end up having to just do one or the other. But um, audiobooks have helped my, like, number of books that I read in a year go up. 
because I can listen to them while I'm at work, and then I can read my actual book when I'm home, which is a different book than what I'm listening to. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could even do something like that while you're watching Jack type of day. Yeah, I might try it. Or while you're walking, when you're walking the driveway. Yeah, I could do it. I've done that before. Um. So, do you just read like mystery thriller stuff, or have you ever read from different genres? No, except for where the crawdads sing. That's not really. And my, I don't see my mother reading romance books. No, no, <laughs> no. Nicholas Sparks. No, I know I wouldn't want to read his because they're sad. They are depressing. They are. All we sad. talked on last episode about how I threw the best of me across the house. Yeah, I like, started oh. years ago. I started the book The Shack. Then we Thomas we watched the movie, and. So once I knew what the movie was about, I never went back to the book because I knew I didn't want to read those details. Yeah. Because it's pretty intense. Mm. Well, you know the book's going to have more. Yes. So I knew I didn't want to see that in writing. Mm -mm. Okay. So, Thomas. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, So tell us about your reading journey. Like, um, when did you start reading and like? What books have you read? That kind of stuff. This will be fun. Well, my mom was an avid reader. So, like, we were constantly going to the library almost every week or every other week. Mom was a big, big about reading to me. But I really think the first real big book I ever picked up was Watership Down. Uh, I can remember in fourth grade, our fourth grade teacher would read to us from Watership Down every day. And so that went throughout the whole entire year because that's a huge book. And that's probably the first book that I ever read completely on my own that wasn't like a chapter book or something like that. And then it's kind of read. Uh, got into reading a lot of Stephen King stuff as I went into high school. Tom Clancy really dove into that genre pretty hard. And then as I got older, everything kind of trailed off a little bit. Um, this kind of correlates with the last question, but what age did you start reading or what general age range did you start reading? Uh, I don't think I could, because I kind of thought about that when when I knew I was going to be on this. I've always kind of read something. Um, you know, when I was growing up, there were three channels on TV. Nothing, you didn't have a DVR. There was no internet. So for me, being kind of a geeky kid, that reading was always the thing that I kind of gravitated toward. And I really wasn't even a big comic book reader until high school. So it was more whatever my mom had got me. My mom was always really big about buying me books and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I just reread things over and over and over again. Or once I got big enough, getting stuff at the library. Um, so do you remember like the first book that, I mean, you said Watership Down, but was there one specifically that you read that got you into reading that made you want to continue reading? Uh, that you read not like that you read outside of school, I guess that you wanted to read and pick up. Probably, um, really trying to think. I think probably picking up 
Tom Clancy's The Hunt for Red October before it ever came out. Oh, you should tell about the one. And, and that's actually, uh, Hallie actually got me a first edition of that. And so that that's really kind of my big book that uh, really kind of kicked off. Uh, I can remember reading that book probably in three days, tops. Um, so that's probably the biggest one that got me into it. Um, so what is your favorite genre and why is it your favorite genre? Uh, I guess thrillers would be because that's really what I read now more than anything else. Really big into Jack Carr books. Um, read the terminal list. Probably, how long did it take me to read that book? I kind of blew through it. Which one? The terminal list. I think I read the terminal list on vacation. I was before. Say, you read it at the beach. Yeah, you? yeah. I completely read through that. Like what? Two or three days? Uh, I think three, four it, days total. Yeah, it was less than a week. Yeah, and of course, you know, uh, it's always cool when you can take a picture of reading the book on Instagram, and your author shares oh, the yeah. picture of you doing that. So, uh, I like Jack Carr books really because, um. A lot of the equipment and stuff that he talks about, I kind of know what some of that stuff is. He really embeds it in real world type stuff. Uh, so it's pretty good. So would you say that he's your favorite author? Oh, completely right now. Good, Com- because that was the next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah completely. Completely Jack Carr. Um, you know, uh, those books just... I tell you how good they are. I'm waiting for his next one to come out, and I've actually stopped reading the one I'm currently at because I don't want to finish it until the one comes out in May. Oh my gosh, I know where she gets it from. I've been trying to get her to read the Crescent City series since it came out, since I read it, and she's been procrastinating because the next one doesn't come out until next year. So she's like waiting. Oh, so she's waiting so she can read them all. Yep. Yeah, I kind of, um, like I said, I've plowed through his series uh, real quick. Tried to collect first editions as much as I can and signed copies and stuff like that because I really do kind of gravitate toward them. I'm going to probably go back. I've kind of made my mind up over the next couple of years. I want to go back. I want to reread Watership Down. Uh, I want to reread The Stand if I can find it before it had all the edits and stuff like that. That was one I really liked. Uh, Tommy Knockers from Stephen King, another one I really liked. A lot of people like the War Games books. Too. Um there's a couple of Tom Clancy books that were kind of um, not so much um, recognized, not not the Jack Ryan ones. that I, There's one that I really wished I had kept when we cleaned my mom's house out. Uh, I really wished I had kept that book. I, I let that book slip away. Um, I'm going to try to get it. It's uh, Red Dawn Rising. Um so I want to pick that one back up and just kind of looking through some of the ones from high school. I can remember reading Le Morte de Arthur. I had a cool English, I had cool English teachers. Um, you know, she, she let us watch Excalibur, um, even with the nudity. It was kind of like, you know, shut your mouth, don't tell nobody, but yeah. this is what's going to happen. But we'll do that in today's school. <laughs> no. We watched Romeo and Juliet. So... But you know, heck, I watched a birthing video. <laughs> so, but <laughs> you know, she was she was really good. Um, Flowers for Algernon, 
you know, back when you had uh, English classes that you actually had a little bit of lit in there and breaking down those books and writing about those books was pretty cool. That doesn't exist until you go to college. Well, see, no, I missed that. And I, that's why I reread um, The Western Game last year was because I remember reading that in school. And then I've, I've wanted to go back and pick up The K. I can't remember who it's by. Um, but it was like, this uh african-american man and this like caucasian boy got stranded on an island together and like uh in the crash the boy like lost his sight and so the man's like helping him survive on the island and it's at the time when whites and blacks were segregated so they kind of have to like learn to work together and stuff and i remember reading that miss loomis reading it to us and like breaking down chapter by chapter and I've wanted to go back and pick that book up ever since. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple books that I've been thinking of going back. I've told mom this. I've, for the longest time, I've wanted to reread The Outsiders. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to read that. I've never read it. it You've I've never seen, read that? I've seen the movie. Oh, no. No, Good no. Old, Pony uh, Boy. Oh, no. Stay golden, Pony Boy. Come my, on. My sixth grade teacher used to read to us after lunch. And she's the one that kind of got me when I went into teaching I knew I wanted to read to my kids but I had to be I taught second grade so I just read the little mystery books or whatever and they loved them they like to try to figure out what was gonna happen next but my sixth grade teacher read to us Stephen King she read The Outsiders she read Judy Bloom she read all those cool books back back then that were allowed to be read to your students and another book that I was thinking of going back that I thought of recently was I think it's called Tuck Everlasting. I've heard yeah. of that. Yeah. Like it's like this family where they like they drink from water from this water from a certain I guess it's from like a tree I think I remember and they stay young. Um, the, the tree of like, life. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> it's like the fountain of youth. Fountain of youth. The I'm gonna be honest, and the only reason I watched The Outsiders was because I was going through a Patrick Swayze phase. <laughs> I loved him. I was go- I had just watched Dirty Dancing, so I was like, I need more. Patrick's face. <laughs> um, but I did want to read it. Like, it's on my list. That's so good. I remember that. I did ask Sydney the other day because she used to read Stephen King like crazy. That was her favorite. Um, and I asked her which ones I should get because I thought about reading Stephen King. So I might have to ask you too which ones I should read. I would, the one book I would say that I don't think I would ever reread again is It. I'm it not, is I'm, the no, only book no. that legitimately, just imagine, you, you got to go back into the late 80s. You know, you're sitting at home, it's dark, and you're reading it. And that book is the one that actually gave me the heebie-jeebies when I read it. Well, first of all, well, it's Stephen King. Oh, yeah. Why I'm, would you read it in the dark? You know that's not a good idea. I'm also going to have to give some like restrictions. Let me put it this way. Stranger Things is the like highest level of scary that I can read or watch. <laughs> I don't like movies like The Conjuring. I think The Stand so. would probably be one. The Stand is a very good one. The Shining. I want to read there's the a lot of The problem with The Shining is the book and the movie are completely different. I've because, seen the movie. Because Kubrick kind of... Stan- oh, I can never say his last name. Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Anyway. He went in a completely different direction than the book, and Stephen King actually hates that movie. So the book and it are very, very different. 
What um, about Amityville Horror? A lot of people say that book is much scarier than I, the movie. There, I had a friend that read that and told because I was talking about it, and he's like, "Never read if, if it scared you. Never touch that book." Yeah, they say that. I've heard a lot of people that have read it say like they just feel the hair standing up on the back of their neck Ew. as they read it. Is it like reading they the Dread Doctor book. Say it's a really Do you scary the Dread book. Doctor? I've never read it. Oh gosh, no! I can't like Stranger Things is like the highest level of horror that I can watch. So nothing scarier than that. I'm never going to watch any Stephen King movie. I would like to read some books, but I'll never watch the movies. The Tommy Knockers might not. That might be one I can remember reading Cujo. that. Uh, my uncle was a big Cujo was one that I saw the movie. I read it. It's read not. It's not as scary as. Well, it's pretty scary. Pet Cemetery. No, pe- oh no, 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 no. no I've no, seen no, the movie no, no, no. and heard the book. The book is the book. No, no, no. That that's another one you just need to not put that in your put that in your don't read list if you don't want. To Maybe lie. I just need to stick with Sarah J. Moss. You, you don't unless you want to sleep. <laughs> my unless you want to not lie on on for a week. Uh, or two. Sleep with one eye open. Your mom used to read Stephen King, but she also read a lot of Dean Koontz. Oh, mom loved Dean Koontz. Mom loved Agatha Christie. J.D. Raw. Agatha Christie. That's something I I wished I had kept you her Agatha Christie's. That's the thing I should have kept too. One of her favorite newer authors. We would go to the library once once every two weeks, and she would always look for J.D. Robb. And his are at Barnes and Noble on the front shelves he must be pretty popular she loved his and mom was so much a repeat reader like she would she viewed books like tell like people view television shows Maybe. she she can go she could go back honestly carmen she could read the same book four times i've reread the hunger Games series four times yeah she and it's she, on my list again and she year. would find something different in it every time yeah like oh i didn't notice that before. every time i reread harry potter i find something different so yeah there's I'm like that too. I, majority of the books on my list to read this year are books I'm rereading. Okay, you've told me about the Amityville Horror. You've got me intrigued, so challenge. Okay. I don't know. Your our uncle Lynn read that book, and he's one of the first ones that ever told me I'll never read that book again. I just had oh. chills. My hair stood up on the back of my neck. I'm the scary movie kid. I'm the kid that watches paranormal videos. Get it, and read it. <laughs> Get it, and read it. I mean, oh my. Your kid watches paranormal videos. I House, think nothing scares her at this point. House of Salt and Sorrows with people appearing as ghosts in the form of how they died, like with broken necks and everything, scared me. Yeah, and that, so the maybe movie, the, the three of us went and seen where nobody the quiet talks. Place. The Quiet Place. No, I did, that's I the jumped. only scary movie yeah. I actually like, and it solely has to do with John Krasinski. <laughs> but I do like those movies. Isn't there going to be a third one? Mm, no. Maybe not. Let's, let's overuse the the trope a little bit. Maybe they shouldn't because he's dead. <laughs> he died in the first movie, though. I was so sad. Okay, so how far have we got? Have we strayed from the pro, from the program? So okay, not too bad. Yeah, favorite book and why? Would you say? Oh, abs- absolute favorite book. Mm-hmm. Hunt for Red October. Knew it. <laughs> Hunt for Red October. There's just something about that book. Um, the 
the realism that Clancy and that and that's what attracts me to authors like Jack Carr is the real the realism and stuff. That's probably the one I think I read that that book I know at least three times. I would check it out, yeah, read it, take it back, that. get something else, come back to it while I was waiting for something else to come in the library, read it again, take it back. <sighs> But you got to think, though, Christy, that was also in the time when a lot of, you know, movies, it wasn't the blockbuster, 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 the, the constant barrage of blockbusters. So a lot of stories, you know, I can remember Hunt for Red. It was such a big deal because Hunt for Red October was made because that was such a new book. And that, and you know, it's not like it is now to where a book comes out and a year later you've got a TV series or something else. Or a remake cooking. of an adaptation. You know, I, you know, it's. <laughs> oh, I can't talk about that. Oh, uh, we're not going down. I'll talk for an hour. We're not going into the 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 quicksand that is Harry Potter. I mean, I I've read a few books through, but I don't know that I could repeat read. I don't. I I read the only book that, that I've ever like read through twice would be the Bible. And that's only because it was a challenge to read your Bible through in, oh, yeah. through in a year, and it was planned out. It told you what to read oh, yeah. every day. I, Mimi got us all those yeah. when we were kids. I, that'd be the only one I could reread. So Katie said her well, favorite, that's what Katie said her favorite book was. Well, the Bible. We kept joking with because she. We said, "What was the last book that you read?" And I said, "Katie, can you answer this question?" She goes, "Yes, I can." Ecclesiastes. It's <laughs> a book in the Bible. I said, "Well, that counts. That counts." I did read that through in a year. Well, then we asked her who her favorite author was, and I said, let me guess, God. And she went, well, yes. <laughs> she doesn't read. Uh, well, actually, I'll toss that question on over. Christy, do you have a favorite book that you read? I know you mentioned the the book, that the book that Jack, I mean, read, you read Jack? That you could memorize everywhere? Yeah. I mean, I loved reading to my kids at school. I can say the if you have kids at home, anywhere from kindergarten to fourth grade, fifth grade, maybe, Ron Roy writes the most amazing kids books. And he has A to Z mysteries. There's a mystery for every letter of the alphabet. Like the A book is the absent author, the bald bandit, canary wow. caper, deadly dungeon. I mean, I even remember them all. And then he has books for every month of the year. Like January is January Joker. And then he also has um, series books. Like there's some called Detective Camp. And then there's one called The Mayflower. It's like a Thanksgiving type book. And those are really good. But as for me, adult reading, I guess The Twin by Natasha Preston was probably my most favorite book. But I was very angry at the end. I won't tell anything. Her books always leave me angry at the I end. I won't tell anything about it because I don't want to spoil it. But it was a great book. But you will be angry at the end. It's like one of those Lifetime movies that goes off an hour before it should because yeah. it just ends. The Lost did that. That's why I stopped after you told me that. Yeah. But the twin ends Ugh. making you angry. <laughs> and I've got You Will Be Mine to take to the beach. And then Carly has The Island. And then we're going to read those yeah. and swap. And we'll so. see if she finishes it. Because she yes. bought a book to take to the beach last time. 
And it's still up in well, her. She also has her MCAT book she has to study to while we're at the beach. So that may be the extent of I her. I think reading. I'm going to modify my answer and say 1A, 1A is the hunt for Red October and 1B is the terminal list. Because I honestly okay. think I could reread it again. You loved that book. I was going to say, you liked that book a lot because you liked the story behind Chris now, Pratt you, getting the role and everything. Your mom reads oh, those, I, I, right? You know, that that's a story, even though they covered it on Rogan, about, you know... Jack Carr always envisioned Chris Pratt playing that role. And then Chris Pratt asked for a galley copy before the book was released. And then he read it and optioned it before it ever really come out. And the, the really good, the cool thing I think about that story too is, you know, Carr's a Navy SEAL. Everything is really embedded, very real world. But it, it it's it just moves so fast. That's the thing about the book. Wasn't it's, that movie we just that series we that just series. watched as a yeah. book? Yeah, yeah. The Night Agent. Yeah, the Night Agent. That's the new one I think I'm gonna pick up. It's a book and yeah. we enjoyed the Netflix series. So series. The, we'll probably pick that one up. That may be one that actually What about the Jack Ryan? Are we, they books? Yes. John Krasinski for the win. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing about the Jack Ryan stuff is some of those early books, they're so far out of reach because the Cold War's over, even though stuff with Russia's coming back again. So some of that is kind of, they take a bit from this book and take a bit from that book. And so you really, when you're watching it, you're trying to figure out what book it is. And it's not... The, the thing I like about the Jack Carr series that's coming out is that they're staying pretty pretty well with the source material. Yeah. They changed it a little bit, but not bad. That's what I hate about, like, one series that's done it that me and Emily got pretty aggravated about was the After series by Anna Todd. They've done that with the movies where they've kind of pulled some stuff from other books to put in this movie, and now they're pulling from that book to put in this movie, and it's just like, you have books for a reason. Just follow the <laughs> criteria. Um, so do you have a favorite trope in a book? Like a favorite theme that comes up in books that you like? Um, favorite trope. Like the revenge trope, um, that kind of stuff. The good, uh, you know, the, the good guy gets the bad guy, that kind of stuff. So... Favorite character and why? Oh. Ooh, That's always a fun ooh. question. So it's like, it's a tie between, uh, it's a tie between Jack Ryan and James Reese, but I would probably say Reese, um, Reese wins out. Carly just entered the room, BTW. <laughs> Oh, anyways, sorry. Uh, uh, getting off track. Did you say why you liked them? Um, I guess. Um, I think I probably would say the the reason why I always liked uh, Jack Ryan was just because he was a thinking man as much as he was. He wasn't so much in the first books. He wasn't just a soldier. the The thing with Reese. James Reese and Jack Carr books that I gravitate toward, I guess, is the the sheer will. 
you know, the the thing that makes the terminal list such a good book is once his family's killed, they killed his team, they killed his family, and they're trying to set him up, and he creates this terminal list, and he's going to wipe everybody off the board because he thinks he's dying from a brain tumor. So just the sheer will and just that, that drive to right all the wrongs no matter what the cost. It really makes me think there's a scene in uh, Game of Thrones, Carly, I know what I'm talking about. There's a scene that everybody knows is the Battle of the Bastards scene. And you see John go through this moment of he's got this huge army coming at him. He's in the middle of the field by himself. His army's coming to back him up, but they're not going to get there in time. So you just kind of see him go through the whole contemplation. He unhooks his sword belt, pulls his sword out, and is just like, you know, I'm going to die either way. I might as well go down swinging. So it is that kind of. I always like that. Those kinds of moments, too. Um, so what's the last book that you read? Uh, reading or, or read? Well, reading The Devil's yeah. Hand right now by Jack Carr. So it's it's in pause. Probably going to pick it up this weekend. And because the I think the, the final, or not the final, but the next book ships 1st of May. So... Um, now this last question is what is the last book that you read that left a mark or left an impact on you hmm. probably Probably the terminal list, just because um, I think every man wants to believe that he could protect his family no matter what, and just the, I guess in this modern world where politics are so, the politics are so crazy, and crooked politicians, and Carly's getting We have a public and, kitchen in the back. Yeah. Be quiet, we told her. The but community kitchen. Anyway, but no, it, it's it's just that with the current political climate and just the the whole not really trusting government sometimes. Yeah. Christy, what's the last book you read that left a mark that you like? The Bible. <laughs> well, you know, I can't argue. <laughs> No. Katie I mean, will agree. The last yes. complete book I read was The Twin, yeah. and I was furious when I'm, I finished that I'm book. I'm surprised you didn't throw the I mean, it was a good good read. It, it was written well. All her books are. Carly and I love her books. It was really written well, but I was just, I was at your house laying by the pool with Hallie. We were both reading, and I finished it down there, and Hallie can tell you, I was like, wow. So you said, yeah. you said, now what the heck? Yeah, I mean, it just ended so weird. But now, this The Girl Behind the Red Rope, so far, is a book, I think, if once I finish it, it will leave you thinking, too. I think it's very good. So, you may mind just wind up doing three. You want me to just do it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Hallie can't think of things on the last minute spot. Okay. So, one of the game we have, like, a list of game ideas, and we do actually have some time. So, we'll play game called Guess the Real Title. 
So you have to tell me if you think this is a real book title or if it's a fake title. Okay. Okay. The look of... <laughs> She's like, I don't know what I'm doing. House of Flame and Shadow. It's real. I give it. It's real. Correct. Yes. You want to think of one? You know how many times I visit Barnes & Noble and watch her look at books? Yeah. But... <laughs> Okay. Can you think of one? Rule of Wolves. Rule of Wolves? Yep. I'll say no. I'll say yes. It is real. (laughs) Carly was over there shaking her head, so you at least weren't alone. Um, Don't do all real ones. Oh, so this next one might be fake. Yeah. What What do you know, bladder mouth? Um, Air of Flames. Yes. No. It is not real. <laughs> the real name is. There was way Air too much. Ma- there was way too much pause in there. It's like the real one is Air of Fire. Oh, so it's close. How? Don't give us manga names. We sure won't know that. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Witch Trial. There's got to be a book somewhere that's named The Witch Trial. See, that's the hard thing about this game is there's okay, probably yes, something then. somewhere that's there, called Air of Flames. I could argue and say there is. I got Google. There's probably no. a book somewhere that says Air of Flames. No. It's actually The Witch Haven. This game would have been a lot more fun in 1980 instead of now because you <laughs> well, can't Google it. So. Well, and maybe we should have done like Air of Flames by Sarah J. Moss. Make it specific because there's probably a book out there called Air of Flames. Yeah. Give me Um, okay. All right, we're gonna switch it up. We don't have to give old books. We might know those. You know, we're old. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um Let me give you one. Okay. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) That's real, isn't it? Good. Good, I've heard of that. Yeah. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. What she said. Um, let's see. Okay, I got one for you. Okay. Oh, no. Well, I can see your phone. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Don't look at me. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That would be no. Oh. But you're not if last, I had, you're if, first. I had, if I had said, That's if you're not, like, if you're not first, you're last, the life and times of Ricky Bobby, then you, you would have picked out it was a... Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. This is the Bureau of Useless Knowledge. If there was a slacker <laughs> version of Jeopardy, I'd be the Ken Jennings of it. She's a clone. Oh, come on. That movie She's telegraphed that. It's Thomas a, likes to spoil it. movies it's like, for us when we go see them. I didn't even look it up on Wikipedia. And, well, no, and oh, or oh. and or it's us watching Harry Potter. Thomas asking me questions, and then when I refuse to answer, I see him grab for his phone, and he is now googling it. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> and he can't whisper either. So I'll give you over to tell you something. It's oh no, she's a clone. <laughs> he did the exact same thing with me with Attack on Titan because he I said there's three traitors and. He didn't know about one, but he Googled the other two, and I was like, uh, "Okay, you spoil." So, so let's put in the context about she's a clone. 
Let's let's tell the story and put the context with that. <laughs> I heard that through the headphones, so it's definitely because it was the the, it was the second Jurassic World movie. Everybody knew that girl was a clone. I come did on, not. Come on. I didn't. I come did on. He's Richard Hammond's partner who mysteriously quit and left, and boom, here's a little girl who boom. looks amazingly like his daughter. They telegraphed it. I mean, I don't know other than putting a billboard up how much more they could have done. <laughs> the movie should have opened up Jurassic World, She's a Clone. Okay? They should have just got it out there. Well, I didn't get it. But I also tend to not get a lot of things that are happening. The entirety of Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, was me and Carly going, what? (laughs) What? Confucius. I am Confucius. Um, Oh, one more? Oh. If you want to get one. Okay. Okay, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Deep Blue by... I don't remember the author. <laughs> it's a real name, book! That's the name of... That's the name of a movie. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that that mermaid thing? Water Fire Saga series. Ain't Deep Blue see the one where Samuel L. Jackson mm-hmm. got eaten by a shark? They ate me! The shark ate me! Oh my. Okay. <laughs> Um, Sword Catcher by Victoria Aveyard. I call real. No. It is not real. Oh well. I'm a great guesser. <laughs> I'm a great guesser. As she's scrolling through her phone. We tell her to be quiet because she knows we're recording the podcast. But no. She's as subtle as the garbage truck in the morning. Thomas has answered his question here. City of Blades by Cassandra Clare. No. False. Correct. City of Bones by Cassandra Clare. I knew that one. Let's see. The Cruel King by Holly Black. True. No. Okay. The cruel prince. The cruel prince. I said the cruel king the other day, and Hallie made fun of me. We're also fifty. There's the cruel king, and then there's or, see there I did again. There's the cruel prince and the wicked king. We're old. We don't read books like that. Okay. So, um, would you guys like to give any parting words to the podcast? Any last minute words of wisdom? <laughs> Inspirational quotes. Chrissy slides her chair in. That's her expression. <laughs> I, I, I choose not to. I've got nothing against okay. reading. I just don't have time. <laughs> that was Carly's answer. <laughs> not that. Like mother, like daughter. She's about to have time, though. So maybe you can convert her. Oh, I'm She's done my said. Best. She's supposed to read A Court of Thorns and Roses. And maybe we can convert her into reading and convert her into walking with us. Yes, we can, we can have our own book club. Oh my. We can discuss the book while we walk. Oh. Walking book club. <gasps> yes. Anyways. <laughs> um, we got Beach Book Club. So, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. 
Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, so, you know, you guys know the drill. Uh, leave. We get paid. Um, whenever we do, because uh, we don't get paid. Uh, <laughs> when I get my residuals. Where's my agent? See, there's my book I've read through. The Bible. Um, but yeah, leave a comment uh, it's down below. The Jeremiah Study Bible. Yes. <laughs> leave a comment down below if you guys have any extra questions for Christy and comments um, or any last minute comments. And then our socials are linked below, like always. And next week, supposedly, <laughs> we're going to be discussing House of Earth and Blood by Sarah J. Moss if Hallie finishes it. Do you see the tome that I have to read over So there? if you see that the next week's title is something different, it's because Hallie didn't finish House of Earth and Blood. So we'll figure out what it's going to be in replacement. But yeah, that is the plan for next week. Um, but we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye.